too much common sense to listen to an idiot like me. I think they spend more time listening to you than they do listening to me, but you might talk a modicum of sense occasionally, whereas I never talk sense. I'm always talking rubbish. Racing, because the bookmakers on the race course, they bet within an inch of their lives all the time. Pulling out prices, bookmakers' prices on this channel, right? Yep. You couldn't have two bananas to a banana with the bookmakers. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Masters Inquiry uh, review of, of the festival day one. And joining me this evening to go, chew the fat and go through the uh, go through the nitty gritty of where it all went wrong or went right for some and, and, and everything else. Whoever, whoever, whoever you've backed, we'll go through it. Joining me, John Lang of John Joe's Blogspot. Good evening, John. Fantastic felicitations to one and all. <laughs> and, join, and, jo and joining me as well tonight is Quentin Franks. Good evening, Quentin. Evening, Lee. Evening, John. Good, good evening. Right, we'll we'll get straight on with today's fair. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm going to start off first of all. Let's get ranting. Let's get in full rant mode. That's what they want to hear. The starter today, Robbie Supple. Mm. Um, Mm. I've, I've got I've got a lot of issues. I I, I do think these starters at big meetings, the national meeting, um, the, the 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 Cheltenham meeting, they're very pedantic. How on earth do you do you control uh, in some cases a large field of wound up equine talent prime for the day? How on earth do you get them to do? you know, a perfect line and and walk in and, you know, as if we're all like a, a obedient school, they're obedient school children and they, they should do as they're told. Robbie Supple, former jockey. What, you know, John, what's this all about? Well, it's already been a former jockey, isn't it? But you need an eye for when to let them go. And if he spent all his time sitting down below on the horses, he's not really particularly experienced until he gets up on that rostrum, is he? And then, if you spent most of the season setting off four and five runner chases around faking them, this is a big step up for the lad. And while I have a bit of sympathy for him, I do think, as you say, they're ridiculously pedantic about it. And they, sh they should be saying to some of these jockeys, look, farm a line back there, come in, those of you that can ride, I'll be letting them go. Those of you that can't ride, you'll be facing the wrong way and getting left. Yeah. I, I mean, Quentin, do, 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 do you agree that, that Robbie Supple didn't really like show himself in his best light today? No, he's not at all, but it's been the, it's been the same thing for the last... How long has he been starter at Cheltenham? I, I see some, com some comments online from 2019 that he's been a fussy pain in the arse from jockeys. That's what they've said. So it, this is going on for years and years. And yeah, the starts can be can be hard to get right. But there was a, there was a couple today where he, where he could have he, he could have let them go. And in the in the end, you got them standing there. There's ones at the back turning, and then you all of a sudden you're getting one one that's whipped round. You're getting justice refund demands yeah. from punters. Like it's it's. It's frustrating, like like you said at the top of the show. They're wound up animals. They're they're horses. They're they're environment like that, and they they're, they're wound up and want to be let go. So yeah, he's yeah, an annoying. Annoyed at him to say the least today. 
And and the, the what what I found interesting, it was that Ultima start today. I mean, it was like like this. It was like this. Uh, it was like one man and his dog, John. Where where you know you you know like where they had to get him into a pen. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> ten out of ten for the shed. Um, you know, it was like that old BBC show. You know, with the farmers. I mean, the 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 gap was not twenty two horses wide, was it? I think also, Lee, they want to be having a look at where some of these races are starting in relation to the first trends. Yeah. That Bulls was fucking ridiculous. Starting them off on a bend and then they've got about 40 bloody yards before they jump in one. If that's not asking for trouble, I don't know what is. Oh, it was the the same with the Ultima, wasn't it? You You couldn't really... They kind of came, got led into the... The bend, and then third, like 30, 40 yards, they're they're they're, they're winging the first. Like, is, do, do you think they'll have a look at remeasuring and 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 chopping and changing distances? I, I would, I, I, yeah, I would recommend it. I, I I mean that 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 supreme novice start, for example, you know the the two mile start, the the champion hurdle start. You know, this they, they, they're literally just coming round the bend. I I don't understand that. You know, what why why would you do that? Why not have the champion? Why not just have it another 100, 120 yards, make it two miles one furlong? I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't know. It, it, very strange decisions from 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 all concerned for me. Um, and I didn't think Robbie Supple. Well, I know it's a tough job. Everyone wants to nick a lead, you know, championship races. Then he gets slagged if something nicks 10 lengths at the start. But, but it's one of them. I, I just think today was a bit pedantic. Um, okay, we'll have a look at the... Um, uh, action from today and uh, how it how it went right and wrong, and the uh, one thirty at Cheltenham uh, was one in, incredibly impressive style by Constitution Hill, which uh, Popeye has got his new superstar chaps. What are we saying about Constitution? He he, he is just that, isn't he? I don't really like fawning over horses, but. He, he does look a superstar. Like uh, immediately after, I was listening to Buckley, and was he was like, "Oh, I fancy a pop at Honeysuckle in Ireland." I thought, "Well, how do you how do you price that on?" I'll be twos on Constitution. It was six to four Honeysuckle in, in a yeah. in a match bet. That that that's where I went with it. I think Coral went up with eight to eleven Honeysuckle levels, uh, eight to eleven Constitution levels Honeysuckle, and looks a little bit wrong. That'll be a uh, out of line with my chalk. Um, massive on the clock, obviously, but that's that kind of leads to the ground, doesn't it? Um, rattling fast ground. Yeah. I mean, John, um, your views on this, because, I mean, the time was around five seconds quicker than Honeysuckle's champion hurdle. Quentin is confident in a match, uh, constitutional Honeysuckle, if, if they came together at Punchestown. What are you saying? I'd be the same. Um, for me, that was the best performance I've seen in a Supreme Novice since Golden Signet. Yeah, it's, it's hard to and, and embarrassing for me. I, I I said in my message today that I, I was against Constitutional on the ground because we listened to Catherine Fry, who was by the way spot on in her assessment on on our pod yesterday, saying that um, the ground would ride quick it wouldn't there'd be no soft in it um according to her and she was absolutely bang on the money and, I, and I, I do question that constitutional in my opinion does not even go off joint jolly if punters actually knew that 
the, the ground was was rattling. And 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 this is and, and this is something else that I think should boil anyone's piss that that he's given that ground out as good to soft and he's not changed it. He could have he could have even changed it like at lunchtime and being brave and said, you know what, this is I've walked it again. It's dried out a lot. I'm now giving it as good. There's no soft in this. Right. He could have been well, 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 there is that. Mm, yes. and, and, and this is the thing. So he's announced today that he's putting 10 mils on overnight. So, so the, 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 they're turning the taps on. They're putting 10 mils on. There is rain forecast tomorrow. Not not with certainty, but but certainly 60% plus that there'll be rain at some point tomorrow during the day. What can possibly go wrong, chaps? <laughs> the, the, same, the same thing that goes wrong every single time they water ground when when rain is forecast. They're going to be running yeah. on fucking heavy ground tomorrow, aren't they? Yes, yeah, I mean, this is the look. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's the thing is, I get, I get the position because it's obviously so quick today that, in fact, I mean, look at, look at the. Uh, if you, anyone looks at the times, you know, every single race is like, is like touching on standard or quicker than standard. I mean, it's amazing. That's the sacrilege that that Clark, whoever he is, I don't even know his name since Clay's retired. Who is it, John? Cookman. <laughs> <laughs> but, he's, but I mean, there's the, there's the famous there's the famous Cheltenham Day One going announcement. Is as good to soft. They love saying good to soft. The place will still be puffy walking him, surely. Yeah, probably. But I mean, that today looks. I mean, I'm sorry, but I wonder if somebody like Timeform will be brave and may even go like good, good to firm in places because you know I know the championship horses, but when when you've got an horse like Constitution Hill and it's it's it. Obviously, going faster than Annie Power, um, in Annie Power's champ, you know, in Annie Power's champion. I mean, you know, this is this is this is this is you know, this is certainly no soft in that. So 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 yeah, I, I do think the Clarks had a bit of an own goal really, because now he's putting ten mils on, so the going description's completely wrong. Which again, for 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 a championship meeting, you've got an inaccurate going description. That that's facts. That's that's bore out by the times. And, and and I think it should. This is where they need criticism because, you know, everyone else blows smoke and said, well, it's a difficult mm-hmm. job. Lydia says that, and 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 Nick Nick Luck will say that at Sandown. It's a difficult job. This Clark of the Course business, which I accept if you've got inclement weather, but let's be fair, it's been pretty dry over the weekend at Cheltenham. They they could maybe have you know just just made sure that it was that it was going to ride slower than good, but. A good professional punter friend of mine says, since tracks have employed drainage systems, we've ended up with, um, we have to overwater because the drainage systems are that good that, you know, they're taking the moisture out of the ground. They're riding quick all the time. York's the same. You know, there's lots of tracks mm-hmm. where they have to stick plenty on just to just, just to keep the going uh, safe, if you like. Um but probably we'll be talking about that throughout the flat turf season, as we always moan <laughs> about overwatered slop in the summer. That's to come, even though we love our flat racing. Okay, so constitutional, we're all saying superstar. Uh, 210, uh, pull on my heartstrings this because I wanted Edward Stone to win. Um, not particularly for Alan King, just for the horse, really, because I think I think he's he's been the best this year. I've I've always I've always thought he was the best this year. And 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 he's put it together and 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 produce a sterling effort. Chaps, thoughts on the article? A good effort, but I wouldn't be entirely sure what he's made. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, well, to be fair, I did like Gabby Nacker because the the the, the tongue tie for the first time suggests a, a possible wind up. Obviously, yeah. not declared not declared in Ireland, and I, I did think that was improvement possibly forthcoming. And to be fair to the trainer Cromwell, he did say about Gabby Nacker the way it jumps, very quick and low. Yeah, and you saw that today. He was very swift, Gabby Nacker. If you watch it back, very swift and low over his fences. He said you can't get away with that at Fairy House. Fairy House, the the fences are really stiff, um, so you end up blasting through a few. Um, so to be honest, I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that form might be all right. Um, but yeah, it wasn't probably a vintage year for the Arkle. Quentin, thoughts on the Arkle? Slightly below average Arkle, I'd say. It was nice to see Cromwell, Cromwell's yard to come back into a decent decent nick. Uh, just in time for the spring festival was made for that. What you will. Um, yes. <laughs> but no, uh, below average Arkle. Uh, the horse with the best form won it. Um, I'm surprised he stood up to be honest. He, Tom Cannon did win the saddle after what was it, the second or third? He did, yeah. I, I, I thought that would take take something out of the horse at the close, end, end of the race, but um, no, no. I, uh, happy for Tom Cannon to be honest. I, I don't mind Alan King winning one of them, and uh, yeah, the the right horse won sub subpar Arkle is the is long and short of it. Yeah. Now, uh, on to the Ultima. Um, Correct Rambler, disgraceful uh, winner for d- the Ginger Hitler, um, oh. who, t- who tipped that up. It was awful. Um, and, poor, and poor Jerry Rock. I mean, if there's one horse I feel sorry for this year, it's this, mainly because it's me. Um, <laughs> I, I backed him at Weatherby when he was third to Jerryville. I left him alone at Chepster because I thought they'd ride him chilly and they did and he got beat by Pat's fancy. I then backed him at Newbury, he got beat by Sam Palais. I backed him at Warwick, he got beat by Eclair Surf. I backed him today and he got beat by Correct Rambler. Um, so poor old, poor old Jerry Currock. Um, he's run so well all season and, and, and gone up plenty just for, for never winning. Um, thoughts on this race? Obviously the start was a farce. T Clipper, by the way, Quentin, your selection. Uh, set. If you watch the first the first lineup, you're happy because you're thinking it was handy. Yes, you're thinking lovely, lovely, lovely spot. This we can probably sit fourth or fifth on you know towards the inside. Um, and what happened on the on on the next start? Poor T Clipper. And yep, absolutely ended up sort of round the back. T Clipper ran a blinder. I was saying towards, I think the third, the second last, the third last. I'm saying T Clip has done brilliant to actually get into contention. As in, as in, he, he was bang there, and I, I'm, and I thought he'd pay the price, and sadly, he eventually did. But, but yeah, uh, so I felt for you on that one. I'd have been annoyed um, on the first walk round. You were fine on the on the, on the, on the yeah the start. You weren't. Yeah, the, the in-running market knew he, he made up ground throughout the field, like first circuit, second circuit, and but he, he traded what five to one in running. Um, the market knew he had to. The ground he made up would, would take its toll at the end. The, the winner done it well. The winner's a bit of a dog, a bit of a, a monkey, but he did well to come from far back in a race where they weren't stopping in front. Um, I feel for you, Lee, because <laughs> next, next, well, let me know when you when you're not on him, and I'll back him, and know, you know what will happen then. And uh, poor Jerry, <laughs> poor Jerry, it sums up my win to that one. Um, John, did you have any view, any 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 uh, players in this? I had a, had a little bit on Tay Clipper actually, purely on Quentin's recommendation. Uh, yeah. I really couldn't be asked to get stuck into the race at all. 
Well, you and Quentin got goosed, absolutely goosed by Robbie Supple, hundred percent. You know, you, you, if that's it's like running two different races. If he, if he lets the first one set off, um, you and Quentin have got a real good chance of. Well, you're either second or first for me. You'll, you'd you'd have probably beaten Jerry Rock. And and then it's whether you you probably can hang on to that uh, fast finishing monkey of uh, Lou Cinders, uh, which got a lot of talent. Um, Corrett Rambler. Okay, we'll move on to the champion. Obviously, I thought it was a disappointing affair. Um, I, I I didn't. I mean, if I was again, me and John like to do handicap ratings sometimes, and Honeysuckle's got an official rating of 165. I'd honestly put her winning performance today at 155. Uh, Quentin John, what are your views on the champ? Uh, the, the talk before the race was that Epitant was going to run a big race. But that said, I think that mare is maxed out at like 153 now. Yeah. You know? Um, so, given the fact she missed out the last. I'd have said Epitant's probably at about 149, which would make Honeysuckle run into about 133. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Quentin, uh, uh, your end, uh, how, how do you see the, the champion? <laughs> Underwhelming division, isn't it? Um, at the moment, hopefully, Constitution Hill can put some spice into it. Um, the thing is, I'll, I'll, it's what you were saying about Stuart Williams yesterday or the day before, and the, you'd like to see her without the without the allowance, wouldn't you? And then uh, if, if, you, if you're going on weights and measures, then Zana here ties things up with her um, on, on today's run. I know she had more in hand, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's just a dis- it was a disappointing champion hurdle for a grade one. It's it was you've got the you've got the second favourite blowing out and to Hopu not going on the on the ground. Uh, yeah, dis- disappointing, under underwhelming affair. Well, if you if you do a sort of like when you, when you apply the handicap ratings, if you said gave Honeysuckle 155, uh, the fifth horse that won the Betfair comes out 152. Um, so he's got an official rating of 148. Um, he was held up in rear, which was probably not the best place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, glory and fortune, and and I think that's about right because not so sleepy 151, Zana here 157. Um, you know, that 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 would seem about right with his previous runs. So I think with the mayor and the mayor's allowance, he's 155. And that brings me on to. Uh, Twitter today when this is what boil again boils my <laughs> insides is that uh, Matt you, Chapman's not my I am I am it's, it's this Red Bull and vodka I'm on but, but anyway so, so so listen so we've we've got Chapman that as uh, you know Emery de Bromed took it to art obviously because he mentioned it uh post interview about like Chapman doubting on his uncle Blogger Stephen Power was straight on Twitter demanding that Chapman should respect to the, to, to, the, to, to the brilliant mayor. It was a disgrace that Chapman even suggested that this mayor would get beaten, right? And then I see all the comments on Twitter about how Chapman's a mug and this, that, and the other, and this mayor was always going to win, blah, blah, blah. What a load of absolute tosh and crap. 
the man had an opinion. What's wrong with having a fucking opinion? At least he had a, you know what? The, the thing with Twitter is you, you get lots of people that have opinions after the event and then these hindsight opinions. Oh, I told you so this. Look at my slip. Look at this bollock. But he came out. He had an opinion before the thing. It was wrong. So what? He said the, the 8 to 11 poke won't win the race. Nothing wrong with it at all. Like, grow up, people. Just, yeah. ah. That, that was yeah. Chapman, though. He'll be laid in the bathtub tonight flicking through them comments on his phone and he'll be giving it a fucking good rub. <laughs> because, because he loves it. He, te- he tees himself up to get comments like that. That's why he get the booms when he tips a winner and all the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, the man's a great uh, tapper. I have no sympathy for him if he gets slagged off. Unlike anybody yeah. else who forms an opinion, I would be quite sorry for but he brings it all on himself. Yeah, so Matt Chapman there with his Mr. Matey bubble bath. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't be a bit of Mr. Matey. Um, that was Cresta, wasn't it? It's frothy, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, we'll move on. Uh, uh, the Mayor's Hurdle at Marie's Rock. Um, again, another partial affair. Like this was quite slowly run on times as well, and and I I I was like really shocked on this Stormy Island. Paul Townend today I think's had a mare. He's had a mare all round, and he's on a mare here, Stormy Island. Something took it on, and and he just thought, well, I'm 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 gonna sit third or fourth, and they've ended up I think crawling round, and the one with the best yep. turn of foot, which is Marie's Rock, as we know, has got the best Marie's Rock is the, is the best mare with the best turn of foot. So if you if you're relying on something to quicken in the closing stages, she's she's the mare to do it. Um, so I just again tactics wise, I was just like left perplexed. Thoughts well, on this, chaps? Townend let himself be bullied out of the lead by a two hundred to one shot, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, what a friggin' idiot. You know, I mean, he could he could have put that one out the race in the space of four hundred yards just by going at his normal closing speed. Yeah, and that never saying that one again. But he chose not to, and uh, as a result, that was the end of Stormy Island's chance, really. Um, yeah. Queensbrook, I thought, travelled like the best horse in the race for a long way, and then got mugged. Yes, uh, Queensbrook, I've always thought as a stayer, and I think I think Queensbrook ran the best race because um, she. She would have liked a real good, a real good gallop to run at, and I think, I think she she just found herself where she was. She couldn't quicken like the winner. She there's no chance Queensbrook's a a quickener, and 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 I think that was it. That was the story of the race. Quentin, do you agree on that? Yeah, couldn't have put it better myself. I I, I played tell me something girl at near double figures anti post and. Even when she was creeping into it, and I think who, whoever was on comms, I think Machin or someone, he, he was getting a bit jiggy with it. I, I thought, you know what, she's she's not quick enough from that far back to beat this lot. Quick, quickest horse rare turn of foot's run. Townsend, I, I don't know why he's not, he's even not when they're coming back down the off. Just watching it again in front of me, he's not asking for anything, knowing knowing full well that the horse doesn't have a turn of foot and how slow they've gone. Like they're they're yeah. quickening all the time. He's missed. He's missed two out, or was that the second last? Two out or the second last, and he's he's still not going for maximum effort. Um, sure, have a another day at some stage, yeah. But no, he 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 wasn't good today, Townend. 
No. Um, I mean, some in the past have been quick, uh, uh, very critical of my uh, uh, Magic Carrots uh, comments regarding uh, Irish runners. Um, Michael Tom's, uh, so, so for balance, yes, Michael Tom's, you're right. Chemi- Chemical Nicky is back. Chemical Nicky. He's done it. He, he's back. He's, he's found the right portions. Um, but yes, I mean, the, the Irish, I, I would be a bit worried because the, the, the day that I've seen today, um, sometimes the Irish, I mean, the shunter of Emmett Mullins, I, I, it, Michael Toms, if, if you're listening, watch watch the shunter at Aintree uh, last spring. It must have took the birch out of seven fences, and and it's still even money coming to the last. Um, that now that is carrots. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, but they seem to be lacking in carrots. So anyway, we've gone to the boodles and. Gaelic Warrior, again, Paul Townend, a terrible day for Paul Townend, really. I, I, I think he rode this like a mess as well. Gaelic Warrior was clearly quite green, jumping out to the right, hampered Brazil badly on the opening turn. So Brazil, not if people are moaning, like bloggers moaning about Gaelic Warrior, how heartbreaking, Brazil was hampered terribly by Gaelic Warrior on the first bend. Thoughts on the boodles, chat? Oh, you've just explained. I, I played... I played Gaelic Warrior. I was quite confident, to be honest. The rating, what you had sent previously, I'd watched watched the French ones back, and um, so it, it turns out Blogger got it beat. That's that's what it was. Um, <laughs> he, he was in the right position, wasn't he, Darren? But oh, it's a, he didn't control the horse. He, he knew the horse. As soon as he jumped the first, it's going right all the way, all the way, all the way. And... He's just kind of let it drift right before going right and losing the extra lengths and extra ground. I feel he should have, going round into the last, should have come the other side of, who was the winner? Who was on the winner? Mark Walsh? Yes. The other side of him. Um, just to interfere with him a little bit more, a bit of jockey ship. Um, but he didn't. He went to switch for the stand side rail. That half bugged me. Um, because he ran straight. He ran straight as a die. He just didn't jump. Um, I thought, uh, who was the fourth horse in the race? Was that Nichols' horse? Um, it was HMSC horse. <laughs> that was first. That was John John Light's HMSC horse. Um, ran a good race. Uh, Bellix one was third. That um, was the one that, that flew from from some way back, to be honest. He's... I backed Bellix one in running. Um, I thought it had a smashing position up the inside, saving plenty of ground. I was cursing man because he was stuck out wide all the way. Um, yeah. and he made a mess at the start and ended up jumping the first hurdle when they got called back so I don't think yes. that's quite as badly as it maybe looked in the context of how things panned out I've been trying to give my ass another chance um, was certainly suited to the decent ground like I thought it would be and actually topped me better when I knew it was decent ground as well Um Profitable race for me, but uh, just left with the feeling of what might have been. If yeah. Two I, I catches. I was just going to put an eye catcher forward in, in St. Segal, the thing Chester Williams rode. It tanked through and ended up coming mid div, but he, he went through the race like a well handicapped horse. Um, I thought he was interesting going forward. Yep, Chester draws um, ideally. 
you know, needs needs a suspension and somebody replacing <laughs> Chester's draws. And then we could all jump on St. Seagal for some big bets. Um, <laughs> absolutely, Quentin. I, I thought it as well. He, he had that big middle move. Um, yeah, and then flattened out. Uh, others to note are Swinging London, Ollie Murphy's horse. Watch that. That that made eye-catching late ground, real eye-catching late ground, ran, ran a blinder. And Ibrik Desoy of Gordon Elliott's. Um, that ran on very late. Again, never put in the race by Dennis Egan, but I don't think they got, they went at a partial pace, um, which is unusual for a Fred Winter, so a really unusual race. Then we finished with the uh, National Hunt Amateurs uh, race, the three-mile six uh, race. Uh, Statler destroyed a, a, a very disappointing run while Fred, for me, he was awful. Um, yeah, I think he had the, the run of the race on the front end and, and just looked a, a very slow old boat. Uh, Vanilla never jumped. Uh, Pat's fancy didn't run a race for John, and then Rebecca Curtis. Um, you know, he was hoping to see Rebecca. You know, uh, <laughs> moist in, in, in the winners included. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that was that. Um, any any anything on the national chase? I agree with everything you said there. I was bitterly disappointed we run well, Fred. I mean, yeah. the winners just gone past him like he was stood still, hadn't he? Yeah. I was a, I was right. a bit disappointed with the pace he set, um, Jamie Codd. Like, he, yeah, he I don't think it would have made a difference to the result at all, but I would have liked a more... They, they lobbed around and he's done him for toe, but no, it's not changed the result. Just would have liked the, he's a grinder. He's a battler. And I think that was a case that John had put forward. And I put forward that you kind of want that tough battle hardened thing. And you're not going to get that uh, lobbing well, around. Done with a 20 runner fail, Quentin, really. Yeah. 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 Take other, other people out of their comfort zone, horses jumping around you. And yeah, and that makes sense. That does make sense. Right, uh, to finish the show, we'll get through uh, some uh, uh, listeners' questions uh, on the thread. And uh, Golf Club's been on. He's the only man that's unluckier than me. And uh, he's had a good day today, I think. I've got, I've got this feeling he's had a good day. But but he said, I may be too late, chaps, but thoughts on Brave Man's game at three to one seems too big to me. Yep. He's uh, got too big, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think three to one. This is the best jumper I've seen in on but well, apart from Galloping Des Chomps that runs uh, against uh, Bob Ollinger in the disappointingly forerunner uh, Juson um, on on Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Um, I, I think Brave Man's game is the best jumper apart from him uh, in the game. So I think Brave Man's game. Yes, three. To, yes, you're right, Golf Club. Let's all pummel in and share our our disappointment after the race. <laughs> I think that's fair enough, chaps, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think three yeah. to one's too big for my for, for me, and it's that I'll, I'll be on it tomorrow. So, yeah, um, me and golf club. If me and golf club are, club are on it, I think we're in trouble. But after yeah. um, Capadano. So me and golf, golf club, me and you will share pain. And Quentin, to be fair, we might share some pain. Uh, uh, Shane's been on. He says um, he, he's back. Zana here, and quite amusing. Back in Zana here, anti-post at twenties goes off twenty-eights. The horrible Robbie Power Festival ride continues. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just Zana here is just Zana here. He, he just keeps getting thrashed by Honeysuckle. It's the same thing. He runs to about one five five. 
to 160 when he runs and and that's it and he's got to give the old seven pound allowance i mean what what's what's you two's thoughts on the mayor's allowance i mean is it fair is it is the seven pounds fair quentin in your in your eyes it's it, like i said earlier Stuart williams has it right once once they won a grade one get rid of it like it's yeah. test yourself you know, dare to be great or, or whatever like get rid of it it's, it's kind of boring isn't it if you've got this wonder man she's nice like you like her i had a, a few goose pumps on the old arms when she was walking in she got a good reception but get rid of it dare to be great that's that's my opinion absolutely i think that's it once you beat the boys i think that that's when it should disappear and and don't forget the seven pound allowance applies for two mile or three miles so in a way, two mile is it's a bit of an advantage over the three mile because you should you should be getting more really because you're travelling further. So mm. so to, to the two mile seven pound allowance is is probably far too big. I think. Um, I mean, they, they made the thing is they made the correction on the flat with the three year old wait for age allowance. The BHA finally realised that the three year olds midsummer were getting too much weight uh, against the elders and adjusted the weight for age scale. So, so why can't racing now look at this and go, the mayors are getting a good mayor can be, you know, a good gelding, no problem, and and it, it's it, it's kind of you know like like Stuart Williams, listener of the show, you spot on. Uh, the seven pound should disappear when you have beaten the boys in a, in, in a Grade One event, and I think that's right. I think that's fair and right. But there we go. Um, okay, next 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 one. Um, Oh, I've tweeted there, no carrots, Ireland. Um, no carrots today for the Irish. Um, amazing to say on day one, the BFG, no winners, John and Quentin. None, no, nil, nada. Well, he was talking up his team in the racing post, and you usually guarantee um, if a trainer like BFG starts talking things up, you can hit pink because they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't knowingly do you a favour, would they? No. No. Um, oh, somebody says about number of pundits today. Richard Gibbons. Um, yeah. I, I like Richard Gibbons actually because he pulled me up once on GMT and BST, like British Summertime and GMT. He actually pulled me up and said, You're an idiot. And I, I, yeah, <laughs> yep. Richard Gibbons, you had me on that day. But. <laughs> He, he said, any views on the number of ITV presenters and pundits today? He, he counted 16, John, Quentin. 16 pundits. If somebody is not as evil as Richard Gibbons counted 16, I'm not going to argue with him. <laughs> well, he pulled me up on BST and GMT. Well, that's it. I mean, I wouldn't have known. So if he says no. there was 16, I would bet a kidney that there was 16. <laughs> yeah. And to me, that's 16 so fucking many. I respect the Gibbons. The Gibbons educated me last year about BST. Obviously, we're going to turn the clocks around soon, aren't we? So that becomes BST, and then GMT is when we go the other way. And I never knew that. And that's how that's how simple I am. So that's why I say on Barstow's messages, GMT, you know, for you international mm. listeners. Um, and now it'll be BST. When we change the clocks, it'll be BST. Richard Gibbons, spot on. Um, certainly not sparing any budget, are they? You know, I mean, they're getting them all in. Everybody that wants a pot of gravy is getting a go this week. <laughs> um, I'm just uh, the performance analysis has been on. He says, 
watch racing TV, then you don't have to watch the clowns talking about wine and social media rather than racing. Um, that's in reply to Gibbons. He's given <sighs> it Gibbons. He shoved it right up Gibbons as performance analysis. Yep, uh, yep, I like that. You know what? And, and- performance, he's, he's wrong, though. I, 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 was, I had racing TV on earlier. This was probably half 12. I had some man and... Uh, I think it's Paul Nichols, Megan Nichols. That's the one. They were drinking oh, yeah. wine. They were doing these wine tasting, but I think it's about midday or something. So uh, yeah, he's wrong about the the wine side of things. But um, no, watch racing TV. It's significant. Well, well, let's be fair. You wouldn't want Megan Nichols talking about farm, would you? No, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I quite like the as, as a confirmed self armor. I, I quite like the uh, ITV recording actually because it stops me sitting about my thighs with a pair of kitchen scissors while I'm getting arses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good stuff. Right. Uh, I think that's about it. I think we've, we've covered off day one. Um, we sort of like in between, you know, we've all had de- decent to rubbish days on various angles. Um, blogger, obviously furious with Matt Chapman, is the highlight of day one. Furious blogger with Matt Chapman for his analysis on Honeysuckle. Um, but I hope, we, we hope you've enjoyed that. We're back tomorrow uh, with more sport. Uh, Quentin won't be joining us, I don't think. Quentin, you're not here tomorrow, are you? Not tomorrow, and maybe maybe Thursday I'll pop my head in, um, but definitely not tomorrow, sadly. No, yeah, not tomorrow. I think we might have Adam Norman tomorrow, um, just to piss Leng off a bit. Um, yeah. and, and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll go from there. So I hope you've enjoyed this, and we'll be back tomorrow to chew some more fat uh, after some more losers. That's all from us. Bye for now. <laughs>